All right. How's everybody doing? Welcome to the Toddcast. It is Wednesday evening, so all of you Wendigos should be out doing your Wendigo things. Um, we are joined with a guest this week, uh, Brandon Ingram, who's going to be uh, talking about his comics from Dismay Comics. He has a Kickstarter coming up. Uh, thanks for coming up and hanging out with us, Brandon. Thank you guys for having me. Happy to be here. Cool, cool. Um, all right, so we're going to do a couple little uh, just uh, housekeeping things, I guess. So I forgot to write these down again. Damn it. Um, so next weekend, not this weekend. Well, actually, first, uh, I want to put out a very public condolences to the Phantom, uh, Phantom of the Attic. Um, uh noblestown family um ron who is was the owner and uh a friend of mine long time uh staple of pittsburgh's comic scene uh passed away last weekend and um you know it is very very crazy um there's a a gofundme on i believe on their page too uh to help his family cover all the expenses um so if you guys want to go and donate to that uh that'd be great he'd be very very well missed um i always had a great time hanging out with him when i'd stop by the shop or just uh stop by to shoot the shit or whatever um but he was always a great guy and i'm gonna i'm gonna miss hanging out with him so all right uh not this weekend but next weekend the 30th Justin and I will be in Canton at the Hall of Fame City Comic Con uh, up there in Canton, Ohio. Um, we're gonna have some some comics, maybe some mangas to sell. Maybe, it's gonna be a good time. And we're going to rub in the salt, wearing our Steeler jerseys. Uh, uh, <laughs> Sorry, I had to get no, the big I, in there. I might wear I might wear, I might wear my my Steeler hat. There you um, go. But you go. Greg. Bartholomew from All American. If you already put reservations in for the restaurant, add two more seats. Uh, we're gonna need to to go watch the belly dancers while dinner happens again. It's a good time. <laughs> um, it's a good time. After that, uh, just so you know, also next weekend starts uh, Pittsburgh Music Theater's run of Evil Dead the Musical. It's most of the weekend starting then through October. Uh, it's gonna be a great time. We're um, cross promoting that with them um my fraternity guys are actually going to be ushering most of the week most of the nights it's a good time uh pittsburgh music theater it's actually outside in a canopy in the parking lot and if you've never seen evil dead the musical you need to it is fucking hilarious um there are songs such as what the fuck was that um all my girl or all my all the men in my life keep getting killed by kandarian demons um the uh the neck do the necronomicon which is their version of the time warp um <laughs> it is absolutely hilarious it's filled with all kinds of like updated jokes uh the guy if it's the same guy who played um ash in the last one he nails it looks like him everything's great like the the cabin comes alive there's blood everywhere there's a splash zone it's a good time um you can get your tickets at uh pittsburghmusictheater.com i believe uh, or dot org ptm you can look up just google pittsburgh music theater it'll be on there um 
And then we have the first weekend of October, the Waterfronts uh, anniversary sale. So we're going to have some sales on that a little bit more uh, coming up with that. Um, other than that, uh, we have some signings that we're still working out that uh, have not been announced yet. Um, and that's really it. We're just getting into Christmas season. So, yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It hasn't, it's not Halloween yet. Let's not start with the Christmas crap yet. Well, I, not till, not till at least November. It's Christmas shopping season. Okay. That I will give you, but uh, uh, Christmas oh, comes no, no, too no. soon as it's enough. not actual Christmas season. Like that. Yeah, would suck. Let, let's yeah. not go there. It's yeah. Let's, yeah. let's I'm deal not. with spooky season first. I just had my first pumpkin thing this week. Yeah. So oh, we have fear it, fest coming up on the 21st. We have the warehouse sale the weekend before come out to that too half a million books dollar a piece and then fear fest is uh if you guys don't know underneath one of our warehouses there is a fearscape haunted escape room so it's not a haunted house and it's not an escape room it's a haunted escape room so you can go to that all the weekends i think they already started um if not they'll be starting soon and fear fest we get a bunch of like the weirdest vendors on the planet to come to this thing like one time we had a dude who was like selling like shrunken heads and like and like body parts in jars and stuff it was i was like i don't even know if that's legal but whatever um so it's a good as time long as you have the permit it's all good <laughs> as long as you have the tech the, there's taxidermy license as long as you oh license, okay you're fine okay well, trust me my wife rachel gets into that stuff she did had to do the research on it. Oh, I so, thought you were like she bought a lot. She got a license, and now we're no, going no. on looking for sprays. I, although I am surprised she didn't want to try that. But right. no, she she just collects and buys. So. Right, 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 right. And apparently, if the our eldest cat passes away, he will be taxidermied. Oh, so good to know. In sleepy position or like kind of no sleepy position. He's, oh, okay. He, he's he's a laid back cat, so we want to kind of give that whole laid back thing. I think I'd rather have the that no, that's freaking, the young that's the young like the, the young like one the, will be that the way. scared black cat Halloween look to it, you know. No, that that'll be the that'll be the young one. But I, I think we try to get it like a wire in it so he looks like he's jumping and leaping because that's all he does all day. So and, and you put it you put it above the fridge. And, yeah. and have that action where it looks like it's jumping. So if someone's yeah. at the fridge, it Suck, looks like it's a about suction to cup. So it just goes. Yeah. Ah, there you go. <laughs> All right. So it's a good start. Uh, good start for the podcast. This is real good. <laughs> We're going to keep this momentum going. So, Brandon, why don't you tell us uh, your secret origin? Like, how did you get into comics? Like, what, uh, where are you from? All that stuff. Uh, like, let us get to know you. Yeah, so I am from South Alabama. Uh, the, and basically, where I, I am now is Florida. So I'm in okay. one of the wildest parts of, of the United States right now. Um, but uh, I, I pretty much grew up around this area. Yes, South Alabama, but I'm like an hour from where I grew up. Like this part of Florida, like Northwest Florida, it's just an extension of South Alabama, basically. Mm -hmm. um, and and ultimately had a good childhood. My origin was 
going to yard sales with my mom and, and finding shoe boxes of comics for sale at yard sales back when that was possible to find comics at yard sales. Um, but uh, yeah, pretty much got a couple shoe boxes, read through a bunch of 70s, 80s, Marvel, DC stuff like the Adventures of Superman, uh, action comics, uh, uh, Amazing Spider-Man, as well as the more obscure stuff like DP7 from Marvel and all that. Um, so, so that was kind of my origin into comics. And then picking up monthly started in high school with New 52 Batman. Cool. I remember the New 52 days. They were so nice. So <laughs> Mostly because, you know, they were at least consistent. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So how did you get into writing you're you're a writer correct right right so how did yeah, you get so into I, writing stuff I, I pretty much started writing screenplays shortly after high school mostly as like a hobby type thing i was writing short horror screenplays um and then it branched off and i was writing other genres and then started writing some feature link screenplays and my first feature link screenplay was uh the gallows man which is a comic i've already put two issues out and and still making more issues of that uh and so was big into writing screenplays and eventually wanted to write comics because i'd been into comics from a very young age uh really enjoyed comics i was <clears throat> studying for like a year or two not out of college but strictly just youtube and interviews and all this stuff mm-hmm. studying how to write and make comics uh, like not just writing comics, like the behind the scenes, like going through a comic printer, doing this, doing that, all that stuff for like a year or two uh, to where in February of 2019, uh, I finally like, like pushed myself into actually going out and, and hiring artists and working on my first comics, basically. That's awesome. <clears throat> It's very, very cool. So uh, is the artist that you have on this book that we're going to talk about, is he the same one that did the other book or is this a different artist completely? This for, for most of the art in this one, it's a new artist, like a new in terms of one I've worked with before, but I've been a fan of this artist even before I, I reached out to hire him. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he did a book called Slow Pokes. Uh, a few years ago, which was basically about like, what if sloths were in a laboratory, they're being experimented on and they were fast. What if sloths were fast and they were just killing these laboratory people, murdering and butchering people at an amusement park. It was like a a fun B horror movie with killer sloths. Um, And I really loved that. I loved uh, his, his art in that. And Eventually, whenever I was writing the stories for Tales from Town City number one, there's one story where it is animals viciously killing humans. And I was like, I've basically seen this guy do that before with sloths. Like, I want to reach out. I want to see if, if he'd be interested in doing this book and ultimately got him to do that and another story in this. Awesome. That's really cool. Thank All right. You. Oh, uh, Marvin Wynn says hello. He's in the chat. Hey, Marvin. So <laughs> Marvin's a, a bit of a staple on the show. Like he'll randomly pop in every once in a while. So 
Okay, so let's take a look at the book. Uh, yeah. So we're just going to flip through. I'm just going to flip through to some parts that I really like. First off, yeah. I love the story that is the cover art. Like oh, the, yeah, the yeah. pet story. So I, freaking yeah. good. So this it, has three stories, right? Yeah. And yeah, there's three stories. And the one you had mentioned, the the animals one, it's called Fierce Pets. And for those listening, PETS is an acronym. It stands for Precise Ecosystemic Tactical Squad, kind of harkening <laughs> back to those Wildcats days with the Cobra nice. action teams. Um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed writing all of these. This one right here is a tinfoiled hypnotism. Basically follows two uh, homeless villains trying to use expired coupons. One of them has hypnotism powers, but they're very, very weak. Um, it's just them trying to convince the clerk that these coupons aren't expired. Uh, fun, so, silly time. Going back to like the sillier times of like Silver Age comics a little yeah, bit. Yeah, that I definitely got that vibe from these. Um, so also like the clerk guy. I don't know if you know Sean Gabarin at all. He used to work for Action Lab. He writes like a bunch of horror books. This dude looks like him. And would absolutely respond the same way. Like, <laughs> like he would just be like, no, dude, this is expired. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I thought this was it. I was like, where is this going? And then eventually I was like, okay, that's pretty good. Um, so that ended way better. Uh, I love the little background story of the pirate guy. Oh, yeah. Um, how he came about like, yeah. being a businessman, then hypnotized into accidentally hypnotized and becoming a pirate and he gouged his own eye out cut his own hand off cut his own leg off but hook there peg leg there all to truly get into the role of being a pirate <laughs> and i love that he talks like a pirate too like that's mm. just really funny um so the second one uh i thought it was cool because it's like it's almost like um like the main character here almost looks like Albert Einstein. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he's being more like of a Sherlock Holmes. And I love that it's like dead supervillains, and they're just like, Oh, you're called this because that makes sense. This guy doesn't make sense. Yeah, this guy this doesn't one, make sense. Like <laughs> of all of the stories, this one's like the most meta in terms of like the, the villains you see sometimes with Marvel DC or, or whatever other publisher, how sometimes a name doesn't really make sense for a villain. And so it's just kind of this guy, this mortician who, who's just cremating these villains' bodies, just losing his mind as he's talking to himself, trying to make sense of these villains' names. Right. Like the guy that is right here is called the Jackal. And yeah, it's yeah. like you wear a green suit, a green gangster or something would be better. And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, yeah, that's pretty <laughs> that's pretty hilarious. So I like the the meta jokes of like the frog, like stuff like that, like how it was just like, wow, you guys are terribly named. <laughs> um so this one I I have to say I like the the reason I like this last story in here the most. It's because the dog or the, all the animals still speak animal. Like yeah, yeah. you didn't translate them to English at all. No, no. And yeah, I think that was, that was my is, favorite part of it. Thank you. Whenever I wrote this, I had like 
lines, like, like actual dialogue, but then I would just take each word out and put the animal noise in. And uh, it, it's a fun, funny time, especially like this, this page that's coming up where it's just, it's, it's almost like the nine panel grid almost where yeah. it's, it's them having a conversation, but it's just the animal noises. Like ultimately through reading the story and, and looking at the emotions, you can, you can see where the plot is going, but knowing specifically what they're saying, you don't know the specific lines of dialogue, but yeah, it's right. a, lot of, a lot of fun. Uh, I thought it was funny that the villains are like a bunch of like British dudes. Yeah. Like, yeah. like and that they're like, ready, ho, sir. Like, <laughs> like, that's how I heard it in my head. It was. Yeah. yeah and then it's exactly. like, oh, look, a butterfly. Yeah. <laughs> the monarch so. butterfly is quite the exquisite que- creature indeed. Yeah. Yeah. And then boom, they're all there. And yeah. Um, I. The other thing that I absolutely love is <laughs> the, the actual Wolverine, like yeah, doing doing, real doing Wolver- the fastball special <laughs> yeah. with the walrus and the, the sloth. Yeah, I, oh, I, I wanted oh. to do that. I thought it was really funny. And yeah. then yeah, just the carnage of of these animals slaughtering these poachers. It's a, <laughs> a fun little time. And the the Wolverine cutting the lock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, come on. <laughs> Oh man, this is good. Uh, I Thank really, you. really, really liked this. Uh, it you, felt very Pet Avengers. Um, yeah, yeah. I really, I really enjoyed that last story. Uh, Justin, how, what did you think of these bo- these stories? I, I liked all of them pretty much. You know, they they all reminded me of something. You know, and I felt like the first story is very, like you said, very campy. Uh, but I could see like splashes of like tales from the crypt a little bit in the first and second stories, because especially the second one where the morticians just sit there talking to the body. How yeah, many episodes yeah. of tales from the crypt started out like that? You're so right. it's it's it got that you know I was almost half expecting the one of the villains to kind of pop up and do something, but it's like oh he's just doing his job. Okay, cool. You know, I have to admit the pet one is the one that I enjoyed the most just because all the callbacks. Uh, like you said, like, that the fact that you didn't understand what the heck they were saying, but it was still fun because you get the general gist of it. There's this yeah. this other panel that's just fucking amazing. It's right here where the, yeah, yeah. the walrus just like toss the guy and and like like you don't know what he's saying but you see like through the the dialogues like gar hits him then gar 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 then there's like the dot 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 then impels him with the tusk and it's like gar exclamation point to where like you don't know specifically what he's saying but you're like he either said like some like dark crap right there or that was like a crazy action one-liner or something (laughs) or there was some kind of awesome pun yeah yeah exactly that's that's the way I'm looking at it. But yeah. like like the like this is so well this last story I think was is the best one of the three. Yeah. Um but you guys nailed it in both writing and art. Um right. Yeah, yeah, you're welcome. Like cuz it it flowed so well together and um I just want to want to talk a little bit about like so how 
like did you have all the scripts first and then how much time was there doing back and forth how much of the character design was yours like um like how how because you guys seem to work well together so yeah, that's yeah. yeah that's kind of why i'm asking so so i i pretty much wrote uh these three scripts i wrote like the scripts for issues one through three like each issue will follow new set of minor characters and stuff but i wrote um the scripts for this issue back in november and december of 2022 mm -hmm. and wrote those and then contacted juan romero the main artist of, of most of these stories uh back in february like early to mid february and we uh i hired him for both stories at that time and so the first one he worked on was tinfoiled hypnotism like the two homeless villains one he worked on that through our back and forth through email and i, I had the the comic scripts completely done um through our back and forth through emails and, and minor edits that happened here and there we finished that one i want to say like before i sent it to the letterer uh nikki powers we finished that around june maybe um, there were some other projects he was working on at the time. So, but, uh, finished that one around June and then he started working on, or really, no, he finished that around April or May. Then he started working on fierce pets. He finished fierce pets around late June, early July. And so we, we had all the art and stuff done by early July. I sent it to our letterer, Nikki, uh, Nikki powers. She got all that done and it was the whole comic was pretty much completely done by mid July, late July. Uh, the only thing that needed to be done then were the covers, like the main cover and the variant cover. And those got done in August. Cool. That's awesome. All right. So now we're going to take a look at the Kickstarter. And boom, look at that. You're already, you're already funded. Which is awesome. So, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank all you. right. So, it's for the book we just looked at, which is awesome. Um, and then there's a variant cover, which is pretty cool. I actually kind of like that, that variant cover. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, Thomas Tika is, is the artist for that. And he's the main cover artist of The Gallows Man. Uh, okay. Because for those that don't know, like Tales from Town City is a spinoff of the Gallows Man. You don't have to read any of the Gallows Man to get Tales from Town City. Um, Tales from Town City just follows like very minor characters that were introduced in the Gallows Man. Oh, oh my God! You can get a T-shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can get the T-shirt. I was going to tell you. I, I was looking at that. And, and it's it's available in two different colors: oh, sand and pale pink. And also as the acronym, the precise ecosystemic tactical squad on it as well yeah, god I, damn it I'm, I'm getting two just for myself because i i ultimately made the t-shirts for me and I, we've already had a, a decent bit of people ordering them but yeah i really like the t-shirts cool uh so level one's pretty simple um level two physical copy t-shirts value bundle yeah you can get uh like like the the higher up it is, it's it's like a ton of stuff. Like like twenty five buck, twenty five bucks. It's Tales from Town City number one, the main cover and the variant cover, both signed, uh, sticker set of the comic, 
a PDF of the comic and social media. Thank you. I think one or two other things. I think the scripts, the scripts of the comic. So you can see like, oh, like, like, let's see how good of a comic writer he is. Or like you read and you're like, oh, he sucks at comic writing. I know what not to do. This, this has helped me in that way, at least. Um, but yeah, there's, there's varieties of tiers, like ranging from $1 to $75, a tier for any budget, really. Um, five bucks digitally for the comic, $12 for this, the Gals Man number one, the Gals Man number two, all digitally, which is over 130 pages of comics. And like you had mentioned, physical copies start at 10 bucks. And then there's uh, these these bigger t- tiers, like for uh, comic shops, there's a retailer bundle um, that comes with 10 copies of the book. That's uh, five copies of the main cover, five copies of the variant cover, all signed, all signed by me, um, as well as a social media shout out, uh, like in our thank you posts of the comic shop. Um, just a lot of variety in the tiers, basically. Cool. Uh, well, you're going to be getting a retailer bundle from us, and I'll probably buy a t-shirt on top. So Awesome. Thank you, man. Because it looks freaking awesome. Um, cool. Yeah, this this is a lot of stuff for this complete oh, yeah. bundle. Um, I thought that was cool. Uh, did you ever think about doing a... So, like... I don't know how much gallows man you have left, but um, something I've seen first off, thank you for doing a retailer bundle. That is awesome. And it's a pretty good price. Cause you know, you're selling the books for like 10 bucks. Um, you know, this would, if we doubled it, it'd be like around 10 after shipping. So that's, you know, pretty much what we would look for as a retailer. Um, and then, but so I like some, something I've seen a lot is like this, they call it like a catch-up bundle, right? So if say say like guys like us who maybe we missed Gallows Man, but we are really digging this and we kind of like, well, maybe we'll get some Gallows Man too. Like it would be like it'd be like like the t- the retailer tier plus like another five of the the Gallows Man or even two of each Gallows Man cover. Or like something. a like and, a retailer catch up bundle. I yeah, I like that idea. Yeah, I yeah. I this is the first time I've thought of that, but yeah, future Kickstarters, I'm gonna include that. That's a good idea. There you go. Um, because I I did that with somebody else we had on the show. I forget who it was, but they had like one where it was like you can get because their Kickstarter was for issue three, and you could do the bundle and get like five ones, five twos, and then like ten threes. And I was yeah, like, that's yeah. what I want. So, um, but it worked out. It was pretty cool. Uh, <clears throat> cool. So, do you sh- like, or, uh, as I say, it doesn't show any of like the other, uh, I guess, stretch goal sticker, which you're oh, about yeah, to hit, yeah, we, right? We've hit one. So, every physical backer okay, will get 15. the cat one. We're about to hit uh, the the 1750 stretch goal. So, Owns the captain sloth. He's uh, <laughs> uh, captaining the the boat, and then twenty five hundreds or third stretch goal where it's a fierce pets poster. Like all physical backers will get that. Wow, God, I really want that. I really hope you hit that stretch goal. 
was going to say, so too. <laughs> you might have to throw that in with our retail bundle because we'd put that in the store. Oh, yeah. No, that'd be awesome. Thank you. You know where I'd, I, you know where I'd actually hang it. I'd hang it in one of the stores that have like a public bathroom. I put it in there so people have to see it. So it's like you're like sitting there pooping, and you're like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> you know, I need to check this out. Look at that flying squirrel. Like, so, uh, I I dig it, man. Like, I dig it a lot. Yeah, and then there's like all the other gallows man stuff yeah pretty much every cool. 25 backers we hit it's a, a random backer giveaway we'll we'll do at the at the very end i'll put all the physical backers on one of those random wheels and then select and so far we've got three once we hit 100 it'll be a fourth one and we'll go from there that's a little preview of the gallows man for those that want to get tells from town city but they're like ah, let me see what gallows man is about kind of hmm. Cool. And then here you just talk about all the people that worked on the books, which is yeah. awesome. Oh, you use Comic Wellspring. That's cool. Yeah. I know yeah. a lot of guys that use that. Yeah. When it comes to uh, <laughs> like offset printing, like printing less than a thousand copies, basically, it's for the quality, kind of the best deal, like the best price for, for indie publishers. Yeah. Um, a lot of our, we, we, we have a lot of friends who use them because we have a lot of friends who are indie publishers. It's a, it's a good time. We were actually, we were just at Baltimore comic-con and uh, the lanyards were from comics. Yeah. Western, cause, cause they, so. they had like the, they had it sponsored, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh, here's all of your social media. So people can check that out. Uh, I'll leave that up there for a little bit while we just kind of talk about some other stuff. Uh, Justin, do you have any questions, anything that I missed so far? No, you pretty much, you know, hit all the points, you know, it's, this looks like a fun little book. So, you know, you're, you as the more indie guy would definitely, you know, this is definitely something that, you know, goes with what the Heronberg guys here in Pittsburgh, you know, that's, this is definitely something I could see them doing too. So it's like that kind of humor, you know, if you want like, superhero with a twist you know it's definitely kind of that uh route that agreed you know more backers yeah. <laughs> yeah it's one of those things where like uh i i love comics nowadays i mean i've always loved comics but there's the past 10 years there's been like some some deep comics like some philosophical comics some serious comics i love a ton of uh, uh many dust of layla star by Ron V, uh, a decent bit of Tom King stuff. I really like Tom King's writing most of the time. Sometimes uh, I like him when he's bit, confined to like X amount of issues only, like 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 a maxi series. And yeah, because yeah, I'm, I'm iffy <laughs> on his Batman stuff, but like yeah. Mister Miracle, yeah, uh, Omega Man, like stuff like that. I like, but sometimes I, I love reading these these great books, but sometimes. I need a break from like the the seriousness or the sadness of it sometimes. Like like mm-hmm. Tom King, love his writing, but sometimes I need a break from seeing how bad war is because that's a consistent theme in a lot of his books. And at, at some point, it's like, I, I agree with your message, Tom. I, I need a break, though. <laughs> I, need a, I need a fun little funny time break. Right. So that's what I kind of like to offer with Gallows Man and Tales from Town City is just just a, a little fun time break from 
serious comics and then you can jump back into those afterwards as well as just escapism uh from whatever you may be dealing with in life kind of right that's that's kind of how i um why i read indie too like you know sometimes it's just like oh you're doing the same thing again okay uh especially when they change creative teams so they try to reboot the universe it's like yeah oh now i gotta deal with oh batman's so sad oh <laughs> oh batman's parents sad died oh. oh there's another fucking wolverine jesus christ <laughs> hey <What>? leave the <laughs> word out of this shit <laughs> all right leave, oh, leave there's, oh there's another fucking cuckoo uh look <laughs> um but uh no i i I, I agree. Like, I think there's a lot more um, that indie has to offer that people realize. And yeah. I wish, I wish more people would, would carry more indie and check out more indie. Uh, we do a pretty good job of carrying it in most of our stores. Uh, the two smaller ones, not so much, but uh, the bigger ones um, like this are 6,000 square foot and up ones. Uh, we carry a decent amount of Indian. Um not Indians, indie in them. So uh at a space, right? Right. Yeah. Uh for those of you listening only on Spotify or uh Apple Podcasts, uh his Instagram's Instagram.com slash dismay comics. Facebook is Facebook.com slash dismay comics, and then there's a TikTok, which is TikTok.com slash at dismay comics. Um, I'm sure you can just look up dismay comics on any of those formats they'll pop up yeah i, I lucked so. out to where all the social media stuff that can just be disney comics no underscores or or adding numbers or anything so it, it, it worked out pretty well nice oh so i was gonna say i believe there was a review on this book uh, from a tiktok creator that i follow and yeah, she that, gave you very high remark marks on thank this. you so you know Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's one of those things where like, like it's interesting to see like each year, how not entirely the indie comic landscape changes, but, but the ways of, of getting your book out there change. Cause it wasn't till last year, like my last Kickstarter for my horror anthology series, Disney Avenue, that I realized like TikTok is a very uh, uh, valuable thing when it comes to getting your book out there. Um, and I've, I've been using it like crazy. I, I'm still learning a lot about it because I feel like I'm a little bit behind in, in how quickly TikTok trends or whatever changes. Not that I follow the trends, but just uh, trying to stay up to date a little bit. Just no Tide Pod challenges or anything <laughs> like that, you know, yeah, stay away yeah. from that kind of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Ice buckets are okay though. So. I think oh, yeah, still, well, heck, right? heck, it's still a hundred degrees in most of the country. Yeah, I might as well do an ice bath challenge. <laughs> yeah, but how do you get the ice to stay ice long enough to film it? That's the question. Oh yeah. You like you walk out and it's immediately a box. And, yeah, but then you by the time you check out, it's a bag of water. Like <laughs> <laughs> where are you putting the cooler? You you drag the cooler in with you and you throw it yeah, in. Yeah, but by the time you like walk a half a block, it's now you have to like walk immediately out of the store and do it because if not it's going to be water 
So you're making it too complicated, John. Wow. No, I'm just so, saying. Yeah, so, so, I'm just so saying climate those, change is real. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so for those that are still doing the the ice bucket challenge, what you do, go into your local Tom Thumb or or Circle K or whatever, grab the bag as soon as you walk out, then you dump it on yourself. Right there, you go right in the parking lot. Yeah, right there. There you go. Oh man. Wow, we kind of trucked through that shit. Yeah. Um, well, you said you had we we wanted to truncate it, so we truncated it for you. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> we were a little too fast on that. So, so what? I guess what's your next project after this? Like, do you already have something in the works? So, so this year was like because I had someone was like, so you're going to do a book like one book every year? I was like, no, this year was a exception because last year we had two books this year it was one book just because this year was the first year i did conventions like first okay. time doing convention i'm going to keep doing conventions but uh with life and that was only able to get one book out next year i plan to get gallows man number three out um as well as dismay avenue number three and then 90 percent sure i'll have Tells from Town City number two out by the end of next year. So at least two, if not three, comics out next year. Cool. That's awesome. Well, we are looking forward to all of those. So thank you. Make sure you keep sending us the Kickstarter links for those. So for sure, for sure. And um can't remember. Have you been up this way before? Uh no. I I I want to eventually okay like, like there's there's a ton of a ton of convention that's the thing where i live there's not a ton of conventions that's what sucks like yeah it's, you got to be in south florida or uh, uh the northeast coast or or out west to say really like find the conventions and where yeah. i'm at it's it's tough yeah I you're, want to, though. you're stuck kind of between like a weird um like new orleans or like Atlanta. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's yeah, when really it comes not to in like between. The, yeah. Yeah, when it comes to the prominent ones, like because I did uh Fan Expo New Orleans in yeah. in January, and that was about three, three and a half hours from here. And then something like Dragon Con, about four and a half, five hours away. That's not bad. Yeah. Um, you know, because we run a we run a show here in Pittsburgh that's like very creator driven comic driven um it's like a real baby version of like heroes con <laughs> so if you've ever been to heroes it's a real real baby version of that um nice. but that's in the first weekend of june uh downtown pittsburgh uh marvin will be there if you since you know marvin maybe he'll let you crash yeah, yeah. at his house like <laughs> <laughs> drive up and hang out it's a good time so cool um well, I mean, I don't really have anything else. It's like showed off the book, showed off the like the fucking Wolverine, like ripping into people, which was <laughs> I I still think my favorite part of this. Thank um you. it's so good, man. <laughs> oh, I'll mention um it, it's not advertised on the Kickstarter because it's something I, I came up <laughs> with like a month and a half ago. But for everyone that gets a physical book, something minor, but you'll get uh, two coupons. It's a fifty percent off tinfoil coupon. Fifty percent off tinfoil coupon. Fifty percent off Can Yams coupon. 
Um, just something fun I, I whipped together, as well as there's fine print in it. It's right there, but I'll read it for you guys. Offer only available at the supermarket located in Town City expires August 14th, 1941. So uh, every, every physical backer will get uh, some coupons. That's awesome. That's hilarious. I'm surprised that wasn't a shirt, like the two coupons like layering <laughs> on each other. Like that, like that'll a, be the next shirt design, John. Yeah. Or like <laughs> just like just like a can of canned yams. Just yeah. like it's hilarious. Hilarious. If if I do something in the future with uh the two homeless villains in terms of like branching off of uh Tales from Town City, I'd probably do some sort of t-shirt design where it's like the rusty hook, the pirate guy, like enjoying some canned yams and saying <laughs> saying saying some bit of dialogue like arg, like something about candy and or whatever but look at these coupons i found (laughs) something like that that'd be hilarious buried treasure (laughs) (laughs) cool um yeah i mean i i i'm pretty much tapped out i don't really have anything else like we really crushed through that and i'm kind of sorry that we did this so fast but but it worked out i thought it was well paced so um, I was say, we didn't leave anything out so that's yeah. true that's true so well I, might as well get into a little bit of like current stuff are you reading anything currently like indie marvel dc otherwise or so so kind of the two most recent the next thing i want to read is uh that joker uh operation one joker manga the ridiculous mm. one where it's uh Batman through something I don't know exactly. Batman becomes a baby, and Joker scoops up Batman and is going to raise. Well, he's deciding like, do I kill him? Yep. And he's like, no, I'm going to raise him. And he's trying to decide, do I raise him to be like me, to be like my Joker son, basically, or raise him to be Batman? Ridiculous premise. I'm all for it though. That's the next thing I'll read. Uh, what I've been reading, I'm. Almost done. I started reading Joshua Williamson's Rogues, like that black. Oh, nice. Book. Yeah. Um, it's it's pretty good. It's pretty good so far. I just like the the whole heist type comics sometimes. Right. And it's a, a fun little heist. Them uh hearing about there there's gold in them jungles in, in Gorilla City and them <laughs> going in the jungle to Gorilla City to do a little heist. I'm looking forward to finishing that. And then most recently, like really indie comics, I picked this up at a convention recently. It was a comic called Hamilton versus Burr, a werewolf tale. Um, <laughs> it is, it is it, it, based on the title. You think it, it might be like a comedy or something like, no, they, they play it like straightforward. Wow. And what's interesting about it is it's like uh it's not saying it's like Abraham Lincoln vampire slayer, but it's, it's one of those things where it's like, it has real history. Like, like throughout, there's a ton of events throughout the comic where it's like real history. And in the the back of the book, they even point out like this happened, this happened, this happened, like this actually happened. The premise of the book is basically Alexander Hamilton gets a werewolf curse at one point in his life. And then is living out the rest of his life with the werewolf curse, all while like this actual history is going on to where it's like, oh, like this actual history is is like 
it's because of this werewolf curse that he has. It's it's weird, but it's very <laughs> interesting how they're able to rope like actual history into it. That's awesome. I mean, it, it reminds me of like like the ridiculousness of like Abraham Lincoln time time agent or whatever it was. Did you ever read that book? Like I've heard of it. I've never Oh read man, it. it's so ridiculous. Like it's like him and Albert Einstein and uh tesla maybe are like like time they like right at the moments of their death they pulled them out and they made them like time warriors and he has to go through time and and fix bad shit like one time he like fights um castro and another time he takes on uh hitler and one time he takes on trump and like it's it's all kinds of crazy like um and the, the Trump one's really funny because it's basically uh Mad Max uh furry road. Like <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. But and one of them's like Back to the Future. Um and at one point, like I think it's like Mussolini and or no, it's uh man, it's Stalin and somebody else like team up against him. And it's just like the most ridiculous thing. It was like Antarctic Press um i think they collected it into a graphic novel like it's it's really funny if you could find it what, so, what was the title of it again it's like abraham lincoln like time or it's time lincoln that's what it's called time lincoln, okay. time lincoln. i'll have to look that up and find oh that. man so like ridiculous that. yeah <clears throat> that's awesome and uh i i really like josh williams is writing um i really like what he's doing on Air, uh green arrow right now and superman uh both of those books are just absolutely crushing it so he's a really cool dude i met him last summer or last winter he was in pittsburgh for comics pro um it was really cool so i found this is random but it, it with joshua williamson i was at a comic shop sometime in the past few months and was digging in their dollar bins and found like issue this is back when he was doing the flash found issue 52 of like a beautiful variant cover of issue 52 of the flash signed by him like in a dollar bin i was like holy crap this is awesome yeah i i i'm not gonna lie i wasn't really a big fan of his flash run but um i'm very picky when it comes to who writes barry and how they write them so (laughs) there's a little too much wally in that run so but cool all right so uh one last time let people know where they can find you and uh how to look, how to search for it on kickstarter yeah so uh brandon ingram uh my publishing line is disney comics d-i-s-m-a-y comics you can find me on facebook instagram tiktok and the kickstarter i'm running right now is tales from town city number one uh basically golden age superhero dark comedy uh it's an anthology series three stories within this one comic, very fun time, uh, some fun, silly stories. Uh, and you can go through the links in my my profiles of social media to get to that Kickstarter. Or the, the easiest one is just Google Tells from Town City Kickstarter. It'll be the first thing that pops up. And, and every little bit helps in terms of if, if people want to back it, um, it, it's tiers range from $1 to $75. And if you've been on Kickstarter before, uh, sometimes there'll be people that's following you on Kickstarter to where if you just backed it for a dollar, it 
sends an email notification out to all those people that follow you on Kickstarter to kind of let them know about the project. So yeah, five bucks for a digital copy, $10 for physical copies. And you can also get Gallows Man one and two, as well as in the add-on section, there's uh, the horror stuff like Disney Avenue one, Disney Avenue number two, you can add that on to, to your orders and get a t-shirt. If, if you really want a t-shirt, there's, there's those available, but yeah, kind of awesome. a variety of stuff. Awesome. Sounds good, man. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on and hanging out. Thanks everybody for watching. Make sure you go and support your local comic shop. Uh, it doesn't have to be us, but it'd be great if it was. Um, and, uh, you know, wherever you're listening, make sure you, you buy some comics. Uh, you know, Stanley always said, you know, the best way to find out what's going on in there is to pick one up and read it. So, uh, just do it. Thanks again, Brandon and Justin. Do you have mm-hmm. anything else before we leave? Nope. I'm pretty even out here. So awesome. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Have a good night, guys. Take care.